Hey, Adrian, how are you? Good, how about you? I'm doing well. Uh, I just want to talk to you uh, a little bit. You guys sort of prided you on your on yourselves, on your physicality this year. And it seems like maybe that um, either other teams are matching that or you haven't been able to get to that same level. Is that is that something that's been talked about? Is that something that you feel in the course of a game? Uh, it's mainly just our, our technical details. I mean, we do have to be physical and uh, – that's definitely a focal point for us in the game. But a lot of the struggles that we've been having of late just really have been more the technical side and, and uh, being fundamentally sound. So if we get that figured out, well, we will get it figured out. Like, it'll, it'll be a better ending. How frustrating has that been, considering obviously in the middle of the season there, it seemed like you guys had put all the – those things behind you and we're obviously playing terrific football. I mean, it's definitely been frustrating because we know we're not that type of defense. We're not that type of team. So it's, it's on us to get it done. We got another opportunity to go out here and get it done in the biggest game of our season so far. So if we can do what we're supposed to do, then it'll end the right way. Thanks, Adrian. Mm-hmm. And next question, Dan Roach. Hey, Adrian, hope you're doing well. Um, Thank you. Hey, uh, just a, a question on uh, turnovers. I think you guys in your in your ten wins, you, you forced uh, an average of about three uh, per game, and the losses not 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 even close. Just a thought on how important that mindset is going into, especially the playoffs, uh, forcing turnovers and, and how big of an impact they can have on a game. Yeah, more times than not, the team that controls the ball generally wins the game. So. We always focus in practice on stripping the ball, getting turnovers anywhere that they could come because we know that they come in bunches. And like you said, we haven't been getting turnovers in, in our losses, and, and we noticed that. And it's just – it's really up to guys is finishing plays. When we get those opportunities, because they don't come too often, when we get those opportunities, you have to finish it. And how about the importance of third down? Obviously, it gets heightened, especially in the playoffs, if you can get them off the field uh, in those situations. Yeah, I mean, I don't – we didn't make a punt last game, so it was definitely critical. Uh, you get down to the last drive with the chance to win, and we get them to third down a couple times, and we can't get off the field. And you saw how the game was for us. So we need to get off the field, and we got to get turnover. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Next question, Joe Kayada. Hey, Adrian, how are you? Good, how about you? Good. I wanted to ask you about the importance of uh, fast starts and how do you work on that? How, how does that come about throughout the week? Yeah, uh, it's definitely easier to play from ahead than it is to play from behind. And when you're playing against teams, that first drive, maybe even the first two drives, like when they're going through their script, it's pivotal for us to to be able to get them the third down and, and get off the field. And the past few games, we we haven't been able to do that, and we've been playing from behind. And it's just it's just so much harder to do that. So honestly, there's not too many things you can do during a week and practice. It's more of just making sure everybody's on the job and making sure everybody has the effort to the ball and and just go out there and make the plays that are there to be made. If you make those plays, then uh, generally you'll have a fast start. And just to follow up, uh, Josh Allen, JC just talked about how dynamic it was. And it's like the last game was like playing backyard football. W- what did you see from that last game? And, and how can you guys kind of address that and, and, and change things? Yeah, I think he's spot on with that. I, I, I think with 
any type of mobile quarterback, the main thing for them is when they get out the pocket, it gets scary. And, you know, when those plays get ex- extended, you know, it, it's, it's tough. It makes it a whole lot tougher on the DBs and, and the guys in coverage. So, you know, it's just going to be critical for us to to just get him off, like get him off the spot, but keep him in the pocket at the same time. So, I mean, it's 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 a tough challenge, and people really haven't been doing a a great job at it. We were able to beat them the first game with it, just making them uncomfortable. But it's it's a tough task. And next question, Bob Sosi. Hey, Adrian, how you doing? Good. How about you? I'm doing well. I wanted to go back uh, to your post game appearance and message uh, on uh, Sunday from Miami because I saw where Quandre Diggs tweeted out that surgery was a success mm-hmm. and that he was grateful for the support. Did you have a chance to talk to him or communicate directly with him after that? Yeah, we've definitely been talking and he's, he's healing great and I'm glad the surgery was a success. You just, you hate for it to happen to any player, but when it's somebody that you're super close to like that, it just crushes you in. And knowing that everything that he has in front of him throughout his career just it sucked. And seeing, you know, seeing uh him get carted off, you never know how bad it is or anything like that. So you got all those thoughts running through your head, but it ended up being it ended up being a good surgery. And he's stubborn and he's the type of person, you know, he's never gonna take no for an answer or anything like that. So he'll be back on the field quick. And uh, one more for you regarding a current teammate uh, with whom you've had a chance to develop a relationship the last couple of years. He's been a, a spokesperson to us in a lot of respects as a longtime team captain, you know, an outstanding performer at safety. And last year you had a chance to play with him through a, a difficult season and th- did not end in the playoffs. And now you've been through this season where you guys have been a little bit down and up and down again. And he's constantly delivered a message. Your, your thoughts about Devin McCourty, and, and going to the playoffs and playing this game alongside him and, and what that means to you and, and how would you describe your relationship and his impact on you? Yeah, Dad, that's my dog, man. Uh, he's a he's the ultimate pro, you know, him and, and Slater and those guys have been here for a long time. They're just the ultimate pro and they won a lot of games and they've seen the highs and they've seen the lows. Uh, you know, going out there to be able to play in this playoff game with him, you know, we know that we have a job to do, and and uh, you don't know when the the road is going to end for for either of us. But I've been grateful enough to be able to to play beside him and, and learn a lot from him. But mainly, our mentality is like we're not even thinking about the end of the season or thinking about where the roads may may end. We're just thinking about going out there to win the game. But you can kind of see, or you could definitely see, like the playoff atmosphere when you're in New England. Like, it, it's a it's a totally different notch, and you can see it from the guys just because they won Super Bowls in the past, and, and they don't let that define them. But you could just tell, like, how locked in people are and, and the championship mindset that they have, and, and people feed off that energy. Yeah, uh, thank you. I, I wasn't – uh, suggesting, hopefully, it come across <laughs> that way that this is the end of the season necessarily on Saturday night. Yeah, you kind of made it seem like that a little right, bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. No, me too. <laughs> I'm looking forward to more. Thank you. Yeah. And next question, Levin Reed. 
Hey, AP, I hope everything is good with you and your family in this new year. Appreciate it. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, as much as they protect quarterbacks in this league, and as much as Josh Allen gets out of the pocket, how do you make the line from when he's running the ball and gets out of the pocket that you have to treat him like a runner um, instead of treating him like a quarterback? Yeah, I would say mainly it would just be just staying away from the net, uh, the head and neck area. And you got to do that with all runners today. They, they're calling it kind of tough on the defense. Like if you lower your head even a little bit, there's a chance that the, that the flag might come out, you know. And with quarterbacks, it's even more tricky because sometimes they they slide. So at, at the end of the day, when you have a chance to hit them and keep them from gaining any more yards, you got to take that shot in the most legal way that you can. And you can't go out there and, and, and slow your play down just because he's a quarterback. So I would just say staying away from the head and neck area and making sure you get him on the ground. And if he slides, if you're avoiding the head and neck area when he slides, then you'll be in good shape. Next question, Chris Ryan. Hey, Pete. Um... For the defense, do you feel there's an advantage in how many times you've seen, you know, Buffalo kind of relative proximity here? And that obviously you see things on film, but playing against an offensive player and getting that kind of feel for what they're going to do uh, routinely during a game. Is that is that advantage Buffalo defense and New England defense going to this game? I mean, we we both know each other well, and, and this will be our third meeting this year, but we always play each other two times a year. So you definitely know the opponents and you definitely know the type of tendencies that they like, but every time we play them, it's something different. I mean, they they got a great OC over there who calls a great game. And as you can see, our first game didn't go anything like our second game. And if you look at the tapes last year, those probably didn't go hand in hand either. So um, that, that's what makes the their offense tough is that they're always – switching it up and then you have a game breaker like Josh Allen with the weapons that he has. It's just, it makes it super difficult. And how do you prepare for the cold? Is that just, is it just a mental thing? What is the, uh, the focus in regard to yeah, that? You either got it or you don't with that. I mean, it is what it is. Like at practice, uh, you do what you can to try to stay warm because we don't have the heaters out there and stuff. But when it comes to game time, it's, it is what it is. Some people wear sleeves. Some people try to bundle up. I don't generally wear sleeves, you know, but we'll see how it is. But it is what it is when it comes to that. Yeah, eight degrees is a different beast when it comes to the sleeves. All right. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. And we'll do three final questions, starting with Jim McBride. Hey, Adrian. Hey. Uh, yeah, I keep I hate to keep harping on Josh Allen here, but I'm just wondering what's the what's the one big point of emphasis the coaches keep reminding you when it comes to containing him or, or just trying to keep him? Just come under control. If you watch his highlight tape, I'm throughout the league, uh, through YouTube, whatever it may be, you see a lot of guys missing tackles. I mean, he's a he's a a big guy and he's athletic and he's he can make you miss. He makes a lot of people miss in the phone booth, whether it's an arm tackle or just making them miss, period. So that would be our big thing, just coming under control and, and and wrapping up when you get to him because when he takes off, it's a, it's a problem. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Next question, Mike Giotti. 
Adrian, I have one more for you just uh, regarding JC. I mean, you've been around him for two years now. How much do you think he looks forward to um, getting a chance to go against Diggs one more time? This is exactly what he wants. He wouldn't have it any other way. Whoever the top receiver in the league is, like he wants to to guard that person. And he has a chance to go out there and go against Diggs. Like he's locked in. He don't want it any other way. And final question, Andrew Callahan. Hey, Adrian, um, you know, going back to just the idea of seeing a team for a third time here, um, what adjustments do you have left, you know, in terms of – Devin talked about adjustments, hopefully adjusting better after that second game the last year at home. You mm-hmm. guys are obviously familiar. What can you do differently against a team that knows you so well? Yeah, uh, I would think when you look back at the – the last two games, we saw how we wanted to play them in the first game, even though, you know, the wind and stuff was a factor and maybe handicapped them a little bit, whatever. But and then you go to the second game and see how they attacked us. And and we saw what we didn't do a good job of. So basically, it's just tighten down on the bolts of how we want to play this guy. And then you throw a little throw a little stuff here and there uh, just to just to switch it up a little bit. But, I mean, there's – like I said, they know us. We know them. It, it really comes down to who just wants it more. There's not too much that you can change. The main the main adjustments would just be uh, fixing what we messed up on last game and not letting that happen again. I think I heard that before. It's called do your job. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> do your job. Thanks, Adrian. Thank you all.